Okay, we want to welcome you to the table. Um, tonight, we are going to be talking about Left Behind. And this is very exciting for me. I know that it shouldn't be very exciting to me, but I definitely was made for end of, end of times. I've, I've always had a, a, a craziness for the end of times. I've read all the books. I've watched almost every end of time movie. I mean, I love like apocalyptic type stuff. Um, but it's, it's really, um, I think this past, my pastor kind of preached a little bit on, you know, being left behind on Sunday. And I think that's the first time I really thought about it. Like if I was left behind, cause I've never been like, I know I'm not going to be left behind. So I know I'm going with the rapture, but like, if I were left behind, how I would feel, I've never really put my feet in their shoes before of how I would feel and what I would do and, you know, um, I think one of the ways that I would feel is like that deep regret, that pit in your stomach that, oh crap, you, they were right. Yeah, well, and I didn't do what I, sh I knew I should yeah. have done. Or... Yeah. yeah, that's right. And we were talking before uh, we got on camera and it was, we were talking about like, we're not real sure. I know there's two parts of the tribulation. So there's the first part where it's the three and a half years of like peace, uh, where the antichrist rises to the, to, uh, to a world leader and he's in charge and, and, uh, and then he will turn his back on everyone. And, um, so I'm not sure like where the mark of the beast falls in to that three, that first three years, if that will be, um, a time of just normal peace or if, you know, things, I mean, everybody's going to think this guy's great. Yeah. You know, um, and so it can't be too, too bad because everybody's going to, you know, they're going to take the mark and, and only a few people are going to know that he's the Antichrist. And so we were talking about like the Holy Spirit will be completely gone off of the earth because the church is gone. And so there won't be one believer in Jesus Christ on the earth. But we don't know how long that's going to be. Will somebody immediately remember, oh gosh, my mama or my mom kept telling me about this yeah. and I kept putting it off putting it off and so now they're gone are, are they immediately going to call on the name of Jesus and the Holy Spirit does them and they begin to lead I mean there's there's going to be people who are left behind who are going to lead people to Christ through the tribulation and a lot of us don't want our loved ones to do that but maybe that's what they were created for I don't know I don't know um I mean, it's, it, it is crazy, um, all of the stuff that's going to happen. And I will tell you that studying this has really put an urgency on my heart to start to step up my game, even though I feel like I constantly talk about Jesus. But when you study what's going to happen, you don't want your worst enemy to be left behind to go through this. Like you have, you realize that we're all human and we all, um, are falling short and we all sin and you want to share the love of Jesus. So even your worst enemy doesn't go through the tribulation and the plagues and the, and the wrath. So, um, you know, the tribulation is a time of judgment on earth where God will pour out his wrath, um, on Israel and to the unbelieving people on earth. And so, and it will happen for four, for seven years. Um, the first three and a half won't be as bad. The last three and a half will be the great tribulation. And um, there's a couple of verses that say um, that we've never seen that type of wrath before and we will never see that type of wrath again. And I'll, I'll, I'll have that verse later on in my notes. But, um, but the church will be taken in the rapture. And so, like, it's crazy to think, like, what the world's going to say. 
how they're going to try to cover that up. Um, I'm sure it will be alien invasion because we hear about UFOs and demons in the Miami Mall, and you I know, mean, I don't, I don't really know what all they're going to try to say. But um, if me and Lisa are not here, and Brittany and Alicia aren't here for this podcast, then um, aliens did not take us. We were are with Jesus. One of the verses that he shared on Sunday was Matthew twenty four forty. There will be it. There will be two men in the field, and one taken, and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken, and one will be will be left. And so he was talking about just think about like what the world will look like when that happens. Like oh, yeah. people will be driving down the road, and somebody's gonna be missing out of their car. Like mm-hmm. the car is going to continue. Like there'll be wrecks. There'll be chaos. Pilots will go missing. There'll be surgeons who will go missing to a surgery. Yeah. Like yeah. there's... Babies will disappear out of a mother's womb. People will be searching for their children. I mean, I just think about all of that and the pure panic that will be on this earth. And chaos. Mm-hmm. It will be everywhere. And I think everybody will be like, you know, what happened? And you'll have to use discernment. And I guess that's kind of like why... I want to talk about this um, now because if you are left behind, I mean, because there's everybody thinks they're going to heaven, but that is not the truth. That's, you know, Jesus, he will look at some and say, you know, I never knew you. And then somebody will say, but Lord, you know, I, I prophesied in your name. I went to church. I, I said that, that center story. All the boxes. I did all that, but it's not about any of that stuff. It is about believing that Jesus is the Lord of your life and surrendering your life to him, which means, Surrendering your sin to him. Um, I made a post today that says, you know, God loves everybody. He does. But even as much as he loves you, if you choose to continue to live your life in sin and you're not fighting against it and you're not trying to lay it down and, and it's not by works at all, but because you believe in Jesus, you don't want to live that way. Right. And so that's the evidence of your faith is that you walk differently. You're totally different than what you were before Jesus was your Savior. Um, And so there'll be a lot of people. There's a lot of people who think they're going to heaven who are going to be left behind. Um, And as bad as that thinks or that sounds, um, I believe that some of you all will be great leaders in the tribulation. I, I mean, this there's no sugarcoating the tribulation and being left behind. If you find yourself there, it's your own fault. You know, you can't blame anybody else. You made the choice not to accept Jesus as your Savior or take it as serious as it should be. So you can't really like feel sit around and feel sorry for yourself because you're limited. You have seven years. And the very first goal of uh, when you realize that the rapture has happened is to get your life straight with Jesus. And so if the rapture happens, I wouldn't wait very long. I would immediately yeah. um, surrender your life and, and understand that you have a, you've been called and you need to lead people around you into doing the same thing, letting them know that the rapture happened and you all were wrong or you missed, or you were deceived because that's what Satan does. And, um, and that now it is your time to lead people to Jesus. And, you know, I mean, I, that's a that's a great honor. I mean, I mean, I know that sounds crazy to sit here and think like you're left behind. How can that be an honor? But, but you're still working on your treasure in heaven. Yeah. Even though it will come with a great price, but there will be people who survive the the tribulation. So it's not not meaning that you won't make it through the tribulation. 
Some will be very hard. It'll be very hard, but but people will endure it, and there will be there will be people who who survive the whole tribulation and are not killed. Not, they will only be believers. Nobody who has not accepted Jesus will will end, and everyone will be killed who does not believe in Jesus. So if you believe in Jesus, there is a chance that you will endure to the end, and um, and so that's why it's important that as soon as you find yourself left behind, that you surrender your life to Jesus and say, okay, this I'm now surrendered to your will, and it's going to be bad, and help me to get through this. Yeah. Um, one thing about the rapture is that the church, from Revelation 1 to Revelation 3, the church is mentioned. And then the church isn't mentioned again until Revelation 19. And so um, there's no instruction to the church on how to endure the tribulation. So the church will not be here um, because they would have made sure, God would have made sure his church would have known how to survive or endure. But there's many, many verses that show us that we are not destined for his his wrath. We're going to be saved from the, the hour. Revelation 3.10 is one of them. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.9. Um, and then 1 Corinthians 15.51-53. If you want to write those down and, and read those on your own. Um, but that is where he, I mean, it's, he tells us to comfort one another. So, like, we can't comfort one another we're getting ready to go on the tribulation. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's not comfort. Yeah. The comfort verse that they talk about are, he's keeping us from the wrath. And there's no place on earth that you'll be able to hide from it. It says that men will men will go in, in caves and hide and they'll beg for death and, and death won't find them. God is not going to allow them to die because he has wrath. And it sounds crazy. Like, what kind of God would, uh, and, but he sent his son because he loved you. And he's told us these things. Yes. He's given us his. This is this is the warning to, yeah. to warn us and to prepare us, and so we stay ready. And so John fourteen twenty nine says, "Now I have told you before it happens, so that when it happens, you may believe." That's right. He's given us this. Um, his word. Like said, yeah, it's it should be comforting, but it yeah. also should help us stay ready. That's right. But but there's some people who are very stubborn and in a rebellious attitude who laugh or mock or scoff at the word when you're going to you're going to realize that God was you know everybody just wants well God loves everybody yeah he does love everybody he does but he hates sin mm -hmm. and no matter how much he loves you you have chosen it it's not anybody else's fault but yourself and so what I'm sure it's going to take a minute for everyone to realize that once once the rapture happens um and things are kind of going you know you're going to be like this really, the rapture really did happen, you know, um, and it's going to take a minute. So I'm going to basically start at, so you've been left behind. Okay. So this is just, this is just how it is. I, you know, I don't really sugar, sugarcoat anything. Um, but the door is shut. It's like the, 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 the boat, the door on the boat of Noah's Ark, it was shut. Those people could not get in the boat. And that's why he says it's in the same as, you know, when, when God shut the door, there was no getting in. So the door is shut. Just like the parable of the ten virgins. Yeah, yeah. In the parable of the ten virgins, there was five that had extra oil. They were they went on ahead. The door was shut. And the ones that went back to get more oil, when they came back, the door was shut. They couldn't get in. And that's how it's going to be. So, and people are gone. People that you love. It may be your spouse. It may be your kids. It may be your uh, friends or your church family or whatever. Um, there'll be people of all scenarios. 
Um, and, but for whatever reason, you've been left behind. And uh, it will take you a minute for your mind to process, like, why and how has this happened? But millions of people will be in panic on what to do and where to go. And, and I don't know how life will be for three years. I don't know if it will be normal, but I can't imagine it being normal when planes are crashing and cars are crashing and people are missing and people are searching for everybody. I, I don't think they'll ever be normal. Um, and so I think the first thing you need to do is, like, business with Jesus to get your salvation, to surrender your life, um, because it's going to be a horrible time. And you don't, it's not about surviving. It's about being saved and then surviving. Cause you do, your goal should be to survive the tribulation. That's, that's how it should be. But your salvation's first because you could die and go to hell if you're not saved. Yeah. So it's more about surviving, more about surviving than and saving or whatever. So what else you got over there? Um, Matthew 25, 31 through 33. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them from one another as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep on his right. That's at the great white throne judgment. That's after, that's when Jesus comes back. When Because like the rapture, we meet Jesus in the air, but when Jesus comes back, we come back with him on a white horse with all the angels and he, he will, we will be on, you know, we will be on a horse coming back, watching him defeat the battle of Armageddon. Yeah. And do you want to be on the right or the left? That's right. And so that just kind of, not to get political. But. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it is, it is, here's the thing, you know, um, and, and one thing that Lee said on Sunday was like, you know, the great white throne judgment is not where, because if you go to, when you die, you go to hell immediately. And when you die, you go to heaven immediately. Um, you will be pulled up out of both places and put in front of Jesus. And that's where you will get the degree. You'll It will be how much hell are you going to get? That's what the great mm -hmm. white throne judgment. I mean, your salvation is already set. You either reject or you accept. And, um, and so anyway, um, so the next, you just have to realize that the next seven years is going to be hell on earth, literally. Um, but you have to understand that, that there is a, a plan. I mean, you, you could be a, you could be a leader during this time. So my very first thing, if I was left behind, I would gather as many Bibles as I could, because you know that all of social media or all kinds of media that is about Jesus any kind of written book, they're going to be burned. They're going to be getting, you know, it's just, they're going to be get got rid of. You're not going to be able to find this stuff. You're not going to be able to have it on your bookshelf. You're going to have to have places to hide these things. If you've never read the, the Left Behind series, it's really good because it shows you the underground kind of trading. You know, it is going to be bartering and trading and, you know, um, that's why the Christians don't need to worry about prepping. You know, don't, I mean, if you're going to prep, prep for somebody's going to be left behind. Um, I have goats at my house that have milk, so you're welcome to it. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just how it is. And my neighbor across the street, she has chickens and there's eggs. So, you know, I mean, that's just how it is. Um, but you will, you will have to do that because it says that if you don't take the mark, you won't be able to buy, you won't be able to sell, you won't be able to be seen because you will be killed. And so you're going to be in hiding 
um, because they will, if you don't have the mark of the beast, then you, they will kill you. Um, but there won't be medical supplies, water, um, you, you will need solar lighting. I mean, these are things that like you, you would have to gather in the first little bit because, and then I'm just, I'm giving suggestions because when I went through and did what the actual, um, seals and trumpets and bowls are oh my gosh <laughs> that's a lot that's the worst like this is the least of your problems of water and medical supplies and i mean if you can survive and get a few things on there i'm i don't know how many people are going to be able to survive meteors and and comets falling to the ground when does that happen that happens at the in the great tribulation so like i'm saying like the first three years this is a time of preparing and getting your community set and reaching as many people for Jesus as possible because God is still sovereign in the tribulation and he's over your life and he can protect you and he can give you resources and he can still do what he's doing right now in our lives. He will do that during the great tribulation um, for his purpose to be, um, for his will to be done. But like I said, you can't sit around and feel sorry for yourself because you're limited on time and so are the people around you. It will be a revival. Like the 144,000, they are all men. There are no women in that. They're uh, Jews. They're all Jewish men. And they're from every tribe except for the tribe of Dan. Now, Dan is mentioned in the book of Enoch. Kind of in that land. So I'm, not, I'm wondering if because of the fallen angels, if that is the reason why Dan is not included in the 144,000. I don't know that for sure. I just know that when I was reading the book of Enoch, it said the tribe of Dan. And so I just thought, hmm, but I didn't have time to research it. So, um, but anyway, the sooner you accept that you've been in the, that you've been left behind, the better you'll be. Um, probably need to have some of those survival books. Yeah, there actually are some. Yeah. There, um, and then, of course, there's going to be a leader that rises up. So whoever that man is that comes to bring peace, that is your Antichrist. And so um, knowing that and us teaching about this and your pastor's teaching about that and your mom telling you and grandmother's telling you, some of you will have that knowledge to be like, that's the Antichrist. This is what they said was going to happen. And so um, a lot of people are now writing letters leaving them to children and grandchildren, which a lot of the, you know, if they're older, grandparents are, are, and there's a couple of kits that has like a King James or a new King James version Bible that's included, like what to do during the trip. I mean, we can only speculate kind of. I know Jimmy Evans and his daughter wrote a book that, um, I don't remember what it was called, but just for that, Ooh, like for people to, to find it after yes. the rapture and but you'll have limited time because i'm telling you they will burn every bible they can get their hands on and all of your social media you won't be able to go to youtube and type in the unlabeled table and pull up this yeah it'll, so yeah. this is basically basically now for you to hear in case you know oh gosh i remember when christy and lisa were teaching on that and um you know here i am so um let us talk about what's going to happen and this is where the urgency comes because it all starts in revelation 6 and it starts with war okay i don't like i said these are all speculation but great warfare um you know war is war um 
And then the next thing that will happen will be famine. Um, you know, there's no grocery stores. What are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, so like the people are going to go out of business. And so it's kind of like COVID got, gave us a small little look into it. Like we've had a lot of businesses closed down. There's still, there's a lot of restaurants that's closed down. Um, there's short, you know, some shortage on food and certain things like that. So war, I think war will be, um, you know, I don't know what that's going to look like, but I know the famine will be because we are, you know, that there's a bunch of people. I, I heard one in four people will be left left behind. That's that's a lot. So uh, there'll be plagues, which means like uh, if you if you look at the Old Testament with Moses, I mean there was sores and infections and frogs and the water was turned to blood. So like this isn't something new. This happened in the Old Testament when Pharaoh would not let the Israelites go. Moses warned him, like, if you don't let them go, God's going to pour his wrath out on you. And Pharaoh was like, Psh, whatever. And what happened? I mean, he lost his son mm -hmm. because he was so stubborn. So um, the martyrs of the believers. So that's in Revelation 6, verse 7 and 8. That's going to be if you don't have the mark. That's going to start early. Um and I've heard a lot of people correlate the COVID vaccine to the to the mark, and we know that it wasn't the mark. But it, there's no way to be see, fooled. Yeah. You ain't gonna be a, be fooled. But it seemed like maybe that was a precursor for like like how hard is it? To, fear is how they're gonna do it. So yeah. they're gonna scare you and say, if you don't take this mark, you're gonna starve. Your family's gonna starve, and you'll be like, oh, I won't take the mark. But what about when you're um, you know, and there's people going to be having babies in the middle of the tribulation, too. There's a verse about that. And so let's say your newborn baby doesn't have any food. I mean, you look at it and you think, I'm not going to let my kids starve. But what you have to understand is if you take the mark, you will go to hell. So it's not going to be any easy decision or, or anything that can be taken lightly. This is a, a time that you really don't want to be. I mean, our biggest hope is that you hear this and it you take it serious you understand that what is coming is horrible and understand the sense of urgency yes yes and it's not us being mean or arrogant or you know whatever it is we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't love you like if we didn't want i mean i this that's the part that just blows my mind it's like i'm not sitting up here for my own clout or breath i mean this is a hard to do to tell and people god calls us to share yes, his word that's right, so. that's right so and then there'll be great earthquakes so several times in the tribulation there will be earthquakes some will rock the earth but the last ones will disform the earth like there won't be a mountain like you i go to smoky mountains you know gatlinburg tennessee not one of those mountains will be that will all be leveled that's just crazy to think. No building will be standing. I mean, it will shake the whole earth. And you think about that, like you and your family. You may not make it through that part. It may not be uh, uh, the Antichrist army that takes you out. Or, you know, most of it will be, your head will be cut off. I mean, that's what the Revelation said. I mean, they will bring back the guillotine. Guillotine is what it's called. Um, and I, if you look... Big I think they're already. I think they're already in in place that they can bring that back because I, sometimes laws will will think that um, execution is too harsh, and I believe that Trump brought it back. 
the guillotine where your head can be cut off. I'm, that may be wrong, but I'm just saying, I believe I read that somewhere where he, he did bring it back. And understand that God uses good people and bad people to bring forth his will. So I'm not saying that Trump is bad just because he brought that back. He maybe have brought that back so he could punish some bad people, but it will be used in the end for um, not having the mark. So um, what else, what other verse do you have over there that kind of just talks about the... We already talked about the mockers in the last day. So that's Second Peter 3.3. 3. Um... Yeah. Revelation 3.10, because you have kept the word of my uh, perseverance, I also will keep you from the hour of testing. Yes, that is a comfort. That hour verse. which is about to come upon the whole world to test those who will dwell on the, on the earth. Yeah. Um, and it's all about overcoming and perseverance and obedience. And, you know, that's really when you get into Revelation, and that's what he kept saying in some of the verses is like, those who hear, let them hear. Those who, you're called to overcome, you're mm -hmm. called to persevere. So, yeah. yeah. And then if you're not raptured and you're here in this situation during the tribulation, it's going to be, like we said, so much harder for you to even come to Christ, to believe, and to not take that take that mark. Yeah, it is. It's going to be terrible so, so, to watch your family starve. Or... And the Bible also says that, I believe, I don't have that one written down, but, you know, children will um, go against their their parents. Yes, and the family members will go against in the end days. So. so, and then there'll be, after like earthquakes and stuff, there'll be hell and fire that come down from, from heaven. Uh, and then, so because of um, hell and fire, there'll also be meteors and comets. Okay, we, we haven't even got to the great tribulation yet. And so those will fall into the sea. And those will kill a third of your sea life. So you'll have dead whales and fish and sharks and everything that are killed because of this meteor that hits the ocean. I wouldn't be upset about the shark. <laughs> but your dolphins and, you know, just think about it. And so, and like I said, this is a seven period, uh, year period. Um, so it's going to be kind of fast. Um, and then the darkening of the sun and the moon, that will happen. Here's where it gets really, really bad. So the demonic locusts. Okay, so these are locust-looking creatures with human faces. And I know that sounds crazy, mm -hmm. but we live in a spirit in a supernatural world. And we don't believe in it because the world hides all that stuff from us, you know. But um, so the and they are here to torture the unsaved, the ones who do not have a mark, um, for five months. They will torture and they will sting. So there's, there's, I'll get to the woes. That's the fifth trumpet with the locust from mm -hmm. the bottomless pit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, from the abyss. Yeah, that's what it's called. Then Revelation 9, 12 through 21, the demonic army will kill a third of humanity, which is the um, Antichrist army. So they will come looking for you. They will go house to house looking for you, wanting to see that you've taken the mark of the beast, whatever that looks like. I, I always think it's like a QR code. Probably, you know, something like that. Something easy that we'll be able to scan, you know. Um, Chip. I would think, you know. Um, and then Revelations 11, it's the death of the remaining creatures of the sea. And the, and the rivers will turn to blood. Um, and 
what happens is in Revelation 11, this kind of this kind of goes. There's three woes of Revelation, like woe, that means warnings, and this is one of those. Um, it's called Wormwood, and um, the third angel sounds his trumpet, and a great star blazing like a torch fell from the sky on a third of the rivers, and the water turned bitter. It was undrinkable, and people will die, and it will kill the rest of the creatures. So. I don't know if you've ever been to like the ocean or a dock or whatever and you smell, you know, can you imagine the smell of bloody water and creatures, all the sea creatures that are dead, they'll just be laying everywhere. The stench alone would make you throw up. Um, so, the, I mean, you, and there's no drinkable water. The rivers, all, everything is turned to blood. Um, Revelation 16 the intensifying of the sun, the heat, and the infest or infestation of the infectious sores. So, um, because of the demonic locusts who are stinging people like a scorpion, their sores will come up all over their body. They will torture them for five months, and they will get infection, and they will seep, and they will smell. Um, I mean, this is the worst of the worst that can happen. Then, after the sun is so hot, um, the Antichrist army advances again, and it will come and kill another third of population. Um, Revelation 12 is devastation on earth with these earthquakes. That's the one where everything will be leveled. And then the last thing is giant hailstones that will happen. Not the last thing. But there's a thing that was really weird to me. There is actually um, seven thunderous voices. And when and the Greek word for thunder means roar, and it represents the voice of God. But when John was about to write this down, because he wrote down everything that he saw, um, you know, at the end, of the end of it, a voice came from heaven and told him not to write it down, to seal that up and not let us know what that is. So there's seven vo thunderous voices from heaven that we don't know anything about. Where is that at? Um, that is after. Well, I just looked it up. It's it's at it's the sixth and seventh trumpet, the incident, the incident of the thunderous voices, and so we have no idea what's going to happen there. And but the biggest thing is there are like woes of revelation, and that just means grief and anguish and affliction. And these are the three woes, and I think these are going to be the three worst plagues that could possibly happen. After the fifth trumpet, the locusts will sting like scorpions. They will come from the abyss, and they will harm people who do not have the seal on their foreheads for five months. And the victims will long for death. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hate to be stung by like a wasp or a bee. And then you take it a step further. Um, the second woe will come after the, the sixth trumpet when the release of the fourth. Now, here is the, here's the part. Because um, I always talk about the Book of Enoch. The release of the four angels that are in, in bonds, they're bonded up at the great Euphrates River. And that's Revelation 9.14. They are imprisoned for the appointed time. And that talks about Revelation 9.15. Their armies numbering 200 million will be released to kill a third of mankind. So why are they bound up? Well, the Bible doesn't tell us that. But if you go to the book of Enoch, it tells you why they're bound up because they taught um, the men how to make weapons 
and they taught them sorcery and they taught them everything they weren't supposed to. So they were bound up and put in chains until the appointed time. And that's what Enoch says. So um, the third woe is the seventh trumpet. It comes after the seventh trumpet. And this is the greatest horror the people of earth have ever seen. Jesus says in those days, if they had not been cut short, no one will survive. And that's worm, That's the wormwood. Um, that's when the star falls in the blade, in the, the sky. Um, the third angel sounds his trumpet and a great star blazing like a torch fell from the sky on a third of the rivers. So it's devastating. There's nothing in me that wants to go through this or wants anybody to go through this. And it sounds like a, like a Hollywood movie. You say all the time they're desensitizing us. That's why they make all these apocalyptic movies and and things like that. Um, but it tells you in Revelation, if you go through Revelation, if you start in 6, that starts telling you about the seven seals, the famine, the war. It, it tells you this. This is It's not hard to find these things. I mean, it's all here in the book of yeah. Revelation. talks about famine, talks about death, talks about the earthquake and the blood moon, volcanoes and meteors. Um, no wind because the it will be so um, hot. It, I mean, it, it's all here. You just have to read it. I mean, I've got little notes that tell me exactly where it's going to be. The locusts and the scorpions, the release of the fallen angels. I mean, I have it all marked out in my book. I think that's the biggest part is trying to like wrap your head around everything and keep it in like what order everything possible because like we don't believe i don't think we believe god's word like he's telling us like and this is the biggest thing he's never lied before god has done exactly what he said he was going to do from the beginning so why would he not tell you the truth about the end all right and but people don't want to they think that's a long time off they don't want to believe that they will see the um the rapture but i'm i am telling you we are the blessed generation that will not see death. It, it is that. It, it, it just is what it is, you know. Um, because of the urgency on so many people's hearts to tell others about Jesus coming back, you know. But Satan deceives us and he keeps us busy by putting movies on and, and our music. Or makes you think you have time. Yes, yes. Because we could go, we could go like right now. Right now. And, and just think about, I mean, just for a minute, get with yourself and think about, okay, everybody's gone. Now, now think about how you would feel when the door is shut and you can't get in the door. You cannot, you can't. It's done. There's no hope other than going, enduring that tribulation. And Seven us, years. Yes, he tells us what it's going to be like. And, um, you know, I... I I hope everybody hears this and, and they see the urgency to, well, maybe I should look more into it or maybe I should talk with my pastor. Um, maybe I should, you know, read up more on this. Um, I hope that's what you're, that's, I hope that's what the Holy Spirit says to you. Um, I know he's calling you because he's, he, he, he speaks to all of us. He doesn't want anybody to perish. Um, but we have uh, such a hard time believing that any of this stuff can happen. You know, like locusts with human heads. I mean, look at an elephant. 
if we didn't know about an elephant from birth, we wouldn't believe that an elephant would exist with this big old long nose. Yeah. You know, it looks like something like Jar Jar Binks or something off of, you know, you look at those characters on Star Wars. Look at a giraffe that has the big long neck. If we had not seen one of those, we would have not, you know, it's just we believe what we can see. Um, and of course, we can't see demons. And so, uh, usually they take form of humans. I mean, they, they have to have a body. So there's, I'm, I know that I come in contact with demon spirits throughout the day and people, I mean, there are so many people that are, look at the people in, in Jesus's day that were possessed. But those people probably don't know that they're. Oh, no, no. But if you don't have Jesus, you, you are in danger of being possessed. I mean, we're all, I'm oppressed by, by demonic spirits. You think because you don't have Jesus, you're not. If I'm oppressed and I have Jesus, I can't be possessed, but if they can come after me all the time and make my life a living hell, try to get me off track. But just imagine what they can do to you when you aren't sealed with the Holy Spirit and you're walking around being like, oh, I'm not, I'm not possessed. And that's what Satan's <laughs> plan is, is to keep you from surrendering, surrendering your life. Yeah, he's, that verse that says he deceives the whole world. He deceives even believers. And... Um, that's that's it we have to be on that's my biggest fear in life is being deceived by him i do not want to be deceived by him i don't want him to trick me up and get me into sin because he deceives us to where sometimes we sin um even believers that's that's the thing and if he's if he's deceiving a believer can you imagine what your life is what your life looks like but i mean lee got me on sunday when he kept saying they're gone they're gone he just kept repeating they're gone they're gone they're gone. Everybody's gone. You know, they're gone. There's nothing you can do. Those people are gone and you are left behind. It's tough. It makes me, you know, and most people fear the, um, the rapture. Don't fear the rapture, you know? Um, oh, they're, they're scared of revelation. The only way you should be scared of revelation is if you do not have Jesus as your savior. And if you don't have Jesus as your savior, you better be scared to death. You better be it better scare the hell out of you. And that's literal. Like, and I I just believe that the Lord put these words in there. And, and we're seeing things that are happening now in the world, you know, that are proving that we're, I mean, the Euphrates River's drying up, people. That's in here. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it, we can't make this up. It's drying up. And the Bible says it will dry up. The red peppers. It's really happening. We're not sitting over here making this stuff up. That's, that's over in Jerusalem. So wake up and, and you know, I, I, there's not any other pleading that you can do. I wish that I could make everybody take this serious, but they don't. And, uh, you know, so I hope you're not left behind. I really, I really do. Um, but if you are. Get serious. Get serious. And, you know. It, it's just, it's not, and everybody's like, oh, I'll get saved in the tribulation. You might. But it, you'll die for it if you don't survive. Your, your head will be cut off. I mean, there was a part in that book, uh, Chloe. I always wanted to be Chloe in the book. She's, she is the main character's daughter. So the mom and the son, they were raptured up. And Chloe and, oh gosh, I can't remember, Ray um, were not. They didn't believe. And so they were left behind. They became the biggest soul uh, 
snatchers or whatever for Jesus. It was so good. But Chloe was like over co-op. She would do like all the food and, and things like that. I actually remember all that. Oh my gosh. And she, and on live TV, her head was cut off. And I cried like a baby because I was just so devastated. But I mean, the bravery that she showed you know, I was young. I was 19 years old when I was reading these books. But I remember thinking, I want to be like that. I want to be that brave mm-hmm. person that if somebody says, um, you know, are you a Christian? Or you are not going to take, you You just need to say that um, Nicolae Carpathia, that was that was the Antichrist, um, is the Lord. And she <laughs> wouldn't say that. And I just think, Lord, what I'm just going to be like, Jesus Christ is the Lord. You know, like all these scenarios of what I would do, I'm going out singing praises and uh, and that's in any situation we were we were preparing here at the center for you know like all of the bad things that could happen you know all of our drills and stuff and and we have so many brave women here that would or at least say they would lay their lives down I mean you don't know until you're in that in that situation and so the best thing to do is get your family saved to get you know pray Speaking of praying, you know, I have that prayer jar. I've been talking about this prayer jar. I'm going to have to bring them. But um, can I share what happened Sunday without things? She probably wouldn't. Okay. So, anyway, there is a, I have this prayer request in my prayer jar that got answered on Sunday. And I couldn't believe, I love to take the prayers out of my prayer jar. And, like, you think that it's the, the biggest prayer that will not be answered. But I'm telling you what, the Lord will answer the prayers when you pray for them and your heart is in it. Like you're like, I have so many people in my prayer jar that I'm praying for my enemies, everybody. I know the Lord's going to answer those prayers. So, and you're excited to watch. And yes, I can't wait to pull them out of that prayer <laughs> jar and put them in my answered prayer jar. So I've got a, a prayer jar and then an answered prayer jar. So, um, next week we'll probably, uh, I don't know what we'll talk about, but I mean, it will probably be related to end times or um, if you have questions, you can you can put those in our comments and we can maybe answer some of the questions because it's hard to understand Revelation. And this is probably my fourth time going through it. Um, you did a good job. Well, it's hard to understand. Like, it's it's very hard. I hope your pastors are, are teaching on it and, and um, you know, getting everybody prepared. So uh, we will see you next week. 